Welcome Hello. back to the Castro Files. How are you doing, honey? I'm great. How about you? Awesome. Beth's in the driver's seat tonight. I am. I am. It's going to be great. I'm looking story. forward to your story. Thank you so much for joining us again. Yes, we're excited Appreciate to have you guys with us. It. Let's jump in. So uh, my story is about the Bennington Triangle in Vermont. So this story comes from uh, the website called Legends of America. Um, and it just talks about different types of legends in the in the states. Um, this one is um, called, like I said, the Bennington Triangle, centered around Gladstonebury Mountain in Vermont, and has long been known for strange events, including UFO activities, Bigfoot sightings, strange lights and sounds, and the location where five people disappeared in the 1940s and 50s. Whoa! The area is said to be cursed, according to the Na- Native American lore. The Indians of the area have long been weary of have long been weary of it and avoid it as often as possible. Uh, a legend warned a malevolent stone in the mountains that would open up and devour anyone unlucky enough to step on it. That doesn't make you want to go hiking. I don't know what would. Uh, the phase Bennington Triangle was coined by New England author Joseph A. Citro in 1992, who said the area shares characteristics with the Bridgewater Triangle in the neighboring Massachusetts area. The stretch of woodland around Glattonbury Mountain includes the town of Bennington, Woodford, and Shaftesbury, as well as the ghost town of Somerset and Glastonbury. For more than two centuries, there have been numerous sightings of Bigfoot-like creatures in the Glastonbury Mountain area that became known as the Bennington Monster. One of the first reported sightings occurred in early 1800s when a stagecoach full of passengers was forced to stop on a washed-out road. The stage driver first noticed huge footprints in the mud that were much too large to be human. Then the coach was attacked by a giant creature who knocked the vehicle on its side. The frightened passengers could only see a pair of eyes before, before the monster rolled and ran into the forest. Later sightings described the creature as a large, hairy, black thing standing over six feet tall. There have been stories of people going missing in the area, including a man named Carol Harry in 1943. Herrick went missing during a hunting trip about 10 miles north of the ghost town of Glassbury. His body was discovered three days later, surrounded by giant, mysterious footprints. He had been squeezed to death. Dope. Because <laughs> if it was a bear, probably oh, would have eaten him. I, yeah, I don't think it would have just squeezed just I don't think it would have hugged him. Doctor, give him a bear hug. Yes. Uh, during a five-year span, beginning in 1945, people began disappearing regularly. The first to go missing was a 74-year-old hunting guide named Middle Rivers on November 12, 1945. Rivers, who knew, the well, er, who knew the area well, was leading a party of four hunters in the area of Hell Hollow on the southwest woods of Glattonbury. What is with all these names, dude, in these <laughs> New England areas? As he led the group back to their camp, he got ahead of them and never returned to camp. Initially, the other hunters weren't concerned as their guide was a skilled woodman. However, when rivers didn't resurface, an extensive search was conducted by 300 concerned locals and the U.S. Army soldiers dispatched from Massachusetts Fort Denver's. Though they combed through the vast wilderness for eight days, the only thing they found was a rifle cartilage of the same type that rivers used. There was no evidence of an animal attack and his body wasn't found. Even after this extensive search, many locals believed that the knowledgeable woodsman would be able to survive and would soon resurface in town, but he never did. The river's disappearance along Long Trail Road area around Vermont Route 9. A year later, 
18-year-old college student Paula Weldon went hiking on the Long Trail on Sunday, December 1st, 1946. Wearing a bright red jacket, several people had seen her go, including a store employee in Bennington who gave her directions and an elderly couple who were hiking about 100 yards behind her for a time. There was no concern until the college sophomore failed to attend her classes at Bennington College the next morning. Afterwards, an extensive search was conducted, including more than a thousand people searching aircraft surveillance, posting a $5,000 reward and help from the FBI. The elderly couple who had seen her on the trail said that she seemingly disappeared after she turned a corner on the trail. During the massive search, no clues to her fate were ever discovered. Exactly three years later, uh, Paula Weldon, oh, I'm sorry, after three years after Paula had disappeared, James Tedford went missing on December 1st, 1949. A veteran resident of the Bennington Soldier home, Tedford, had been in St. Albans visiting relatives and returned home on a bus when he vanished. This one's kind of weird. Okay. According to witnesses, Weldon was one of 14 passengers on the bus at the stop before arriving in Bennington. However, when the bus arrived in Bennington, he seemingly vanished. His belongings were still on the luggage rack, and an open bus timetable was on his vacant seat. No one had seen him get off the bus, and he did not disembark in Bennington. Though the disappearance was investigated, no one had seen anything, nor did they report any suspicious incidents. Okay. They just don't know what happened to him. Just up and vanished. Yes. From the bus stop. From the bus. I, bus, I think the bus, not the bus stop. Because when they pulled in in Bennington, he was already missing. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. On October 12, 1950, an eight-year-old boy named Paul Jepson went missing in the area. Jepson was playing in Bennington's cab of a pickup truck when his mother left him briefly to attend to her pigs. When she returned, the boy was gone. After looking for the boy in the media area, he was reported missing, and hundreds of people assembled in a search party. Bloodhounds were brought in to search for the boy, who picked up his scent and followed it towards Glattenberry Mountain, but it was lost at a nearby crossroad, suggesting a possible abduction by a motorist. Mm -hmm. The boy's father said that Paul had been talking about visiting the mountains for several days. Though the area was searched for several days, no clues or remains of the boy were ever found. Just 16 days later, Frida Langer went missing on October 28, 1950. She and several other family members were camping in the woods near the mountains. The 53-year-old Langer, along with her cousin, Herbert Elsner, left their family campsite near Somerset Reservoir to go on a hike. However, when they were just a few hundred yards from their campsite, she slipped and fell into a stream, soaking her clothes and shoes. She then asked her cousin to wait as she ran back to camp to change her clothes. After Elsner waited for a while and Freda didn't return, he also returned to camp to see if everything was all right. It wasn't. Frida hadn't returned to the camp. Instead, she had seemingly disappeared in broad daylight in the short distance. In the next few weeks, several search party, which included some 400 people comprised of police, volunteers, firefighters, soldiers, and aircrafts, searched for her and turned up nothing. Wow. The search was finally called off. Then, seven months later, on May 12, 1951, her body was found near Somerset Reservoir in an area that had been previously extensively searched. Due to the body's decomp- hmm. decomposition, no cause of death was determined. The case remains unsolved. Langer was the last person to disappear and the only one whose body was found. Though no direct connections have been found that tie these cases together, other than geographical areas and time periods, some claim these disappearances were the work of a serial killer. Others blame the Indian curse or the paranormal, stating the place is is a widow into the. Or, I'm sorry, a window into the unexplained. 
Some say the area is unstable due to wind patterns that are usually chaotic and confusing so people can get easily lost. Whether the reason, the area is famous for its strange phenomenons. In addition to the Bigfoot sightings and disappearances, others have reported seeing strange floating lights and other mysterious woodland creatures and US UFO activity. And that's, I mean, that's just kind of how it That's just how it ends. Stops. I do. That's a, so this is in Vermont. Yes. I've been all over Vermont. If you look, the very first picture we have yeah. actually shows you the, the area. Triangle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's very, very, very wooded. I yes. mean, Vermont, that's, it's, it's much like New Hampshire. Right. I'm from New Hampshire. You've been there a million times. Mm -hmm. It is lots and lots of thick forest. Right. You could get lost yes. pretty easy. Yes. You can get turned around. I think what's weird though is like for a lot of these people, they weren't that far away from their parties when they went missing. I thought about that. So like the guy who was only 10 feet in front of his hunting group. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had other stories that we've done yes. where it's like, they're just, just over like there. Literally and 10 feet. Vanish. This chick that fell in the water, she was a hundred feet from her campsite and still never just made gone, it. Right? Um, and that she was just going to run back. Yes. And I, I kind of thought to myself, and then you said like there were a hundred feet. I was like, why didn't she go together? Why wouldn't they kind of run yeah, back together? Because she was, was just going to change very quickly. Like if you're way down the trail, that's yeah, one thing. Yeah. But if you're a hundred feet, yeah, I'll I mean, just wait for you right here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, very interesting. But if he would have gone with her, maybe there would have been two missing people then squeezed instead of just squeezed to death. That's I'm horrific. Like, what is the pressure required to squeeze somebody to death? I don't even know. A lot. I'm like, I've seen some crazy videos on the internet, where, like people get jacked up on like machinery. Yeah. Of course, that's going to. But I mean, Bigfoot's big. I know. I've seen pictures that we did the uh, yeah. what was the Honey Island yeah. monster so, a couple weeks ago. This is this one. Just that was the part that got me the most is that people were within feet of each other and went missing and never ever turned to up anywhere. And thousands of people go out and look, right? And they're just gone. Well, and then it it was they said one of them said that they later found the remains mm -hmm. um, in an area that had previously already... extensively searched. I don't understand those kinds of situations because we've had we there's there's lots of stories where that happens and it's like, okay, did somebody abduct somebody and then put them back? Yeah. You know what I mean? Then by just somebody, do you mean like UFOs or a person Perhaps. or, you know? Uh, the only other thing I could think of was that maybe like an animal Took it and dug it somewhere, and then later Uncovered brought it back it? and ate that it. At that make point, a lot of I don't sense, know. Though. I don't and know. then weather patterns. I've never been in a weather pattern that makes a me wind, get lost. A wind, a wind, so, or wind pattern. Yeah, yeah, so 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 fierce that makes you get turned around. I mean, it just it a leaves a lot on. of questions. And we do have several pictures. Do you yeah, want to click on the it. next yeah, one? Absolutely. So we got just a we got So this is just a picture that kind of just shows fog and density in the forest. That I liked this one. It was eerie. Yeah. I don't it, it was in the Vermont area, but I don't know if this ties directly to the Vermont story. Let's give you a little back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh gonna go to the next one. So, so this enter. is do not enter. They do put these signs everywhere because people go missing so frequently. In this area. Yes. So they're like, just don't go there. Yeah, they're warning Makes you. Sense. Go on your own, you know. Go at your own risk, basically. This, uh, this is the miss one of the missing post. person. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. Is this the older woman? I'm looking right now. Give me one second. Um, a 50 year old woman. This is, uh, no, this is, I think, the the college student, Paula okay. Weldon. That yeah. makes sense. When I was looking at it and I was setting everything up, it yeah. was kind of one of those things I was like, yeah. So uh, go to the next one. So that's just somebody so that's, took a that's picture. That's a classic yeah, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. That's everybody's seen this one. This right. is the classic. So but I just threw that one in there. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last one, um, I believe, is that's the older lady. That's, that's um, the one I was trying to yes, think of. Yes, that okay. is the 51-year-old that was hiking with her cousin. And I called her older. I know. 
I, <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Um, I do have. I don't have it in there, but I do have some pictures of like the vast woods. You're not kidding. When you just think of it's if you look from the aerial imagery, forest. it's just tree, tree after tree mm-hmm. after tree. Absolutely. So it is, is very Vermont. thick, dense woods. Yeah, that was a great story. Thanks. It's very interesting. I wonder, like, it probably still happens from time I'm, to time. I'm sure. Now with everybody's smartphones and stuff like yeah. that, you're probably less likely to get lost. But if well, you especially get now because they all have Bigfoot, right? They all have backwards tracking now. All the mm-hmm. phones you can backwards track if you get lost. Yeah. So just don't forget about that. Yeah. Turn that on. Take your gun with you though, in case you run into Bigfoot. Note to self. With that, thank you so much. That was a great story, Thanks. honey. If Thanks. If you are listening, you can see the pictures that we're going to post on the Instagram Castro Files page. So definitely check those out. Um, and then you can also look in the bio for a link to. All of our swag. All of our, but I'm blanking on the name. Minor League Thank Studios, you. where Holy we have all, cow, of our, our, all of our shirts yes, and everything out yeah, there. And so. <laughs> that story, it it's was fun to tell. So have a great day. Cheers. Have Thanks. a good one. Bye. Catch you next time.